0: Hey, yo, what's up? This is Rod Smith from New York Giants, and you listen to the Fantasy fan What up, what up? Welcome to the Fantasy Fan Fantasy Football Podcast.
1: I'm your host, Chris, coming at you from Rain Man Studios here in Northern Jersey. I'm on the mic with my brother, Sven, and our cousin, Keeley, except Kyle is currently in Europe snacking on spiked delicacies and gelato with his girlfriend, I think. Very so be careful out there, cousin. Don't forget to finish your meal.
2: hmm He'll get that. <laughs>
1: because he, he never does it's a joke when i was with him i got it's, to eat but... <laughs> so this past weekend my brother and i had the pleasure of attending SportsCon in dallas or what i'd like to call for one portion of the weekend the honey butter chicken biscuit massacre of 2019 oh boy it was
2: why do you why do you call it that brother why don't it was you... an incredible time all our listeners because you had a you, you 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 lived in texas and then you moved you know back uh northeast and you love Whataburger, so I think you destroyed a bunch of honey butter chicken biscuits.
1: <laughs> you, can't, you can't get Whataburger in anywhere else but Texas, as far as I know. And I ordered $27 worth late night, oh. but I did order a mushroom burger, which I've never had for my for my I, gracious. I haven't burger. had it yet. How was it? No, I didn't try it. It was for the lift driver.
2: Ah, nice. Good call. That was his
1: move. True, I, don't even, I don't think I've ever even seen it on the menu, but I did crush two honey butter chicken biscuits one was for you but i ate them both
2: that's totally fine you're allowed to i live here so i can get it
1: anytime it was incredible i mean the entire week i had an incredible time brother
2: it was amazing it was a fantastic weekend just the event everything meeting everyone just seeing the athletes just walking around you know we were just standing there and then all of a sudden hey oh hey i'm at smith you know thanks thanks for coming thanks for just making an appearance that's it you just made like so many people's lives like that, like 20 minutes that you were there and people are going to remember forever.
1: Emmett Smith, AP, Pete Rose, like some of the greatest at their sport of all time. were just hanging out, giving interviews like, like yards away. I thought it was, that's pretty awesome. It was fantastic. We met so many genuinely nice and intelligent human beings. It was truly our honor and our pleasure to spend some quality time with industry folks. I mean, who love talking about fantasy football as much as we do. Exactly. And it doesn't hurt that they enjoyed a good laugh and a few cold ones as well, if you know what I'm saying.
2: It was fantastic. Draft night out, absolutely incredible. Uh, Eat Sleep Fantasy, Sleeper Wire, thank you for, you know, hosting that. That was a hell of a time. Uh, we'll give a couple shout-outs, but the first thing is Juju. They signed Juju Ball. Congrats, brother, on winning that. That was oh, wow. amazing. Uh, I know there, was th- there was some pretty awesome giveaways so um he had the privilege of winning that ball which i currently have still in texas but it's you know it's part I'm of protecting the- and
1: guarding, the- guarding for, for me texas, thank yeah.
2: you i'm protecting it you know sending him daily pictures to let him know how how he's doing but just to just to name a few peeps and if we forgot you you know i mean we're totally sorry but it's just we met so many people and it was amazing i mean kate and michelle from ball blast loved it uh Nathan, Jason, Kevin, Ed Helms, you know, the boys from Seattle. Ed Helms, yeah, that was amazing. Up? That was what so oh, me, it was great. Hell of a time. Uh, Dave from Fantasy Go. Uh, you know, the guys from Sleeper Wire, Eat, Eat Sleep Fantasy that we were right next to. Basically, like, day and a half. You know, they left a little early on Sunday. But absolutely fantastic meeting those guys. Um, and then uh, Keaton and Nate Hamilton, you know, from the Fantasy Tilt. You know, thanks for the shout-out on your show as well, gents. Networking was the biggest thing, and we definitely did that.
1: It was incredible. Yeah, we got to share the uh, the space essentially with those guys right next to us. I mean, it was fantastic. I not I had an awesome, awesome time.
2: I, I just hope that for you know for next year that it be more fantasy football, or we can help, you know, bring that to the event with Sleeper Wire and Eat Sleep Fantasy.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we'll have some uh, some brainstorm sessions. You know, more more to come on that front.
2: Looking forward to it.
1: But before we jump into the episode, hold on to your hats. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a big announcement to make, and we couldn't be more pumped, honestly. We have officially joined the Sleeper Wired Network. As my brother was saying, they have an incredible team over there at the Sleeper Wire Show. We're very excited. We appreciate you guys. We look forward to working with you and growing together to disrupt the fantasy football community. If you guys have some time, check them out if you have a second. It's at Sleeper Wired Show. They put out some quality products. Great guys. Yeah, thank you guys. Great, guys. It was awesome. And while we had the pleasure of meeting industry folk, fans, some professional athletes, we actually had the rare opportunity to chat with one for a bit, and that was former Dallas Cowboy running back and now current New York Giant running back, mm. Rod Smith, ladies and gentlemen. So check it out. Here it is. Dude, that'll be fantastic. Because I'm in New York, too. So okay. Be, okay,
0: cool. Right. So how,
1: how's your time in New cool. York going?
0: It's uh, yeah. I'm enjoying it, man. Uh when I went to New York I thought I was gonna be actually in New York a lot, but I'm uh I'm always in Jersey. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah. so it's like they, they like we based in Jersey or whatever. In the swamp plan, yeah, man, yeah, over there yeah, in Rutherford. Buffalo's but team it's, it's in cool. New York. It's cool though. Uh <laughs> I love the facility out there, the players and the coaches.
1: So how many carries are you trying to take away from uh, Saquon this year? Ah, man,
0: look, I'm trying to <laughs> whenever he needs me, man, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? I they want to do it, you know what I'm saying, keep us both on the field, you know, or anything, you know, uh, yeah. I'm still in the process of learning, learning, learning the playbook, and it's, it's been coming quick, I've been getting it quick, and um, the chemistry with everybody in the team and the players is pretty good, so uh, I'm expecting good things this year. That's fantastic, man. I know
1: they beefed up the line by picking up Zeitler. Oh, yeah. They got Remmer. Hopefully, Soler steps it up. Obviously, he came yeah. on a little bit at the end of last year. Uh-huh. Um, so, they're going to be running the ball, I think, the oh, majority yeah. of the oh, time. Oh, yeah. I
0: think, uh, I think, you know, obviously, obviously having Saquon. you know what I'm saying, that's 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 going to be the engine. That's My first be, pick. Yeah, that's going <laughs> to be the engine of the team. So, what you got to do, is you got to get them going early. You got to get them going, you know what I'm saying. You got to use it. Just use it what he what he's capable of. He's extremely talented athlete, so you just gotta use all of that. And everybody else, you know, they thrive off that. They feed off. It, you know? What's
1: uh, what's going on with Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. What can you say? Is he I yeah. like
0: him, man. He got an arm. Uh, I, li- I like him, he, man. He's a smart, smart, smart dude. we're well, we, we gonna see what happens. You know, I mean, you got a vet and you know what I'm saying a Hall of Famer a quarterback yeah. right exactly. now. So you know what I'm saying at, at, at some point, you know, you gotta. Know, Get in when you fit in, and then when your time calls, just, just make, make plays. You feel me? That's, Next man up, man. Prepare yeah, yeah, like definitely. you're about to play every oh, yeah, week, right? Because I mean, you never know when your time will be called, you know? So you just always got to be ready. And I've been a backup, you know, pretty much, you know what I'm saying, like my entire career. Yeah. So I just always got to be ready, you know? So. Shit, you went from Zeke to Saquon. Yeah. You know? It's Literally the two yeah. best
2: running backs. Yeah, it's, it's funny, man, because
0: everybody asks me, like, how is that? I'm mean, like, they they they, 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 some, they they different guys but they some pretty cool dudes though. Like Eric, they got they they I see similar I see a lot of similarities in them though. But uh cool. but no nah, no man they both they both uh, wanna compete and they want that ball, they wanna win, uh and like that. I love being a guy uh, being, being around guys like that, you know, and um, you know I can handle my own around around them guys too, you know. So but uh I really just you know Happening you know to be back in the mix of things, you know, getting ready in the same conference and the same, you know. So yeah. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, how's yeah, how
2: yeah. the transition from like going from the Cowboys it's to the Giants? A, right? I mean, it's, it's a little different.
0: It's a little different because uh, I've been with the, Giants, uh, with the Cowboys. I was with the Cowboys for four years. Yeah, yep. And I did a little bit of time uh, with the Seahawks before I came here. So uh, it's kind of like, it's not new, but it's like, you know, just, oh, I've been here for so long. Let me yeah. try to get a feel for everything. I, I don't want to be that. Dude, to stand out every time, something, you know. You. But it's cool though, man. Uh, Team's team, good, and the, play, uh, the coach is good, so I ain't got no complaints.
1: How are you like in Jersey? Jersey?
0: Different
1: than Dallas. You living in Jersey? Yeah, I'm in Jersey. I'm in, uh, I'm like, uh, uh East Rutherford. Uh, East Rutherford. East Rutherford. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not
0: too See, far even, from We're from New York. Yeah, yeah, We're from Orange County, New York. Oh, okay, yeah, from New York. It's cool. Y'all got some good food spots. Oh, the best, man. Man, food spots. Crazy, man. Pizza, hot dog joints. I went to a pizza spot. I forgot the name of it. It Don't matter. Pizza's good everywhere. It was crazy, though. Yeah.
1: It's the water, man, and the dough.
0: Yeah.
1: That's why the pizza's terrible down in here. Look, man.
0: It's good to me. I I, I like to eat, too, so I don't
1: have a problem. Oh, dude, that's fantastic. Rod was incredibly gracious, as you can tell. In the sea of surrounding fans, I mean, he he took the time and we never felt like he was in a rush to get away. Right. Like he was just like hanging out with us. It was
2: awesome. Honestly, it was great. It was like, we were literally like best friends with him and we were just catching up, you know, he was just a down to earth. Um, It is Jalen's brother, which is pretty cool. Kind of awesome that he went, I mean, not awesome, but like, it's crazy though. Like I'm a Cowboys fan. You're a Giants fan. He went from Dallas to the Giants, you know, like, and you live in Jersey. I live down here. It's just, it's, it's so funny. And that's how, you know, we kind of came up with also some of our questions too that we related, you know. So, which you obviously could tell from the interview.
1: Yeah, because it was it was on the spot. But um, we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna hit you up. Definitely gonna hit him up, and we're gonna we're gonna get some of the uh, world's best chili dogs. I would say at Hot Girl and Clifton. So, mm-hmm. thank you again, Rod, and we'll uh, we'll chat soon, dude. All right, we've come to Holler at Your Boy Time. The shout-outs, people. We actually had a sheet at our booth where. We were requesting that people leave their name and a fantasy question for the upcoming season. So Saturday and Sunday during the festivities, like I said, you know, we we entertain questions. We we went through them. We're here to answer them. Keaton, let's do it. Keaton, here's a good question from from the fantasy tilt: Tampa or San Francisco backfield? Mm. Who would you take of the group, brother? Go.
2: That's a, I mean, that's a pretty good one because you got obviously Rojo, who's potentially starting to come in, you know, in Tampa behind Peyton Barber, but Rojo was spotted at SportsCon this weekend, apparently, right? And he gained a little bit of weight, but it's not good weight, you know. Um, the boys actually on the fantasy tilt did mention this. Uh, I actually like Peyton Barber out of the entire plethora of all of these running backs, including San Francisco. Uh, because of this Rojo, you know, slow, like he started off really slow. So he's not, I don't know. I don't think he's that close to Peyton Barber at the moment, at least. Um, I think with San Francisco, there's there's a lot going on there. Tevin Coleman, Jarek McKinnon, which I'm still waiting on to see this freak athlete. So I, I'm i not convinced. Um, and then you got Matt Breda, who potentially could finish as the best running back in that backfield. But you don't, you don't know. And I mean, Tevin Coleman's back with Kyle Shanahan. It it just I, I don't I don't wanna have to do you know, I, I don't wanna have to worry about that. I think that Peyton Barber, if I'm choosing between the two, I would pick Peyton Barber.
1: I know it's a tough one because honestly I'm I'm gonna fade the entire Tampa Bay backfield right now. I think they're gonna get past happy with Bruce Arians running the air raid. Um obviously not the question, but my boy Chris Godman from the big ten. Uh Tevin Coleman right now, I think is the one I'm most intrigued with. His his current ADP is mid to late fifth round, which might be a bit of a reach, but that's the thirtieth drafted running back. And I think until he gets hurt, which is inevitable, they're gonna try and run him into the ground, I think. Um second half of the season, I'm obviously, you know, forecasting here, but I think I think I like Matt Breida. Right? Because he's proven he's proven that he can play when he's hurt. He's, which... a, he's
2: a good running like he's a salvageable running back and he never missed yes. a game in his entire career. Like he's we're tough. going back to like high school, middle school. He could be a name to look at, uh, yeah, He's tough as nails. And you can get him so, so – you can get him much later in the draft too, which is great.
1: Yeah, he's not even like really being drafted. So so hit us back with uh, with your thoughts, actually, because I'm, I'm intrigued as well. On to the next – oh, Nate do What's up? What's up, Nate Davenport? How are you, brother? Um, hope you got home safe. It was awesome hanging out with you. In redraft, do you see Melvin Gordon sliding, and if so, how far? Ooh, I actually – I'm going to make one quick comment on this yeah, one. Yeah, touch to... up,
2: man. That's a, I mean, that's a very good question.
1: <clears throat> because last year I was in a similar situation when Le'Veon Bell fell to me in the middle of the second round. Only, I think it was literally the day after the Falcon game. My draft was the day after the first Thursday night game. Still hadn't heard if he was going to report this and that. People were speculating. So for people like me that drafted Le'Veon Bell... I don't think anybody's going to pick Melvin if he's still going through that contract dispute with the Chargers, honestly. But if he falls to the, I'm saying, third-ish round, I think people are going to start to scoop him up then, no matter what. Third, I mean, that that might be a little much.
2: I think he's still going in the first, like later of the first. If anything, I can maybe see him falling to like the last pick in the first, early second. The difference between him and Lev Bell is – Uh, Melvin Gordon is still, no, he's still under contract. So if he does not report, he will get fined. And if he does not play, he's no longer, you know what I mean? So it's, he, when he is healthy, he is one of the best, most productive running backs in the game right now. I can maybe see him sliding, but I think he's going to suit up. I think he's definitely going to play chargers. I, I really think that they, I don't know. They they love me. They love him. Some Melvin Gordon. He's a solid running back. He's late first, early second. I th- I could see him sliding too.
1: Keep your eye on the situation. Austin Eckler potentially. Justin Justin Jackson a little more time in the system. Um, Melvin's got some crazy crazy good hair in person too, though. By the way, I would like to say he didn't he didn't really smile when anybody was uh, yelling to him in the crowd he was, though. He was kind of hiding. I, out. Yeah, he yeah. Didn't really... And he was he and was he good. was interviewed too. He was interviewed. Yeah.
2: They were like, hey, and he basically was like, I just want to get paid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> got beat up these past couple don't, years. So, don't uh, we all? Oh, here's a good one too, actually. Um, Tom Nugent, I believe. Uh, can't read your Twitter. Apologies. <laughs> what As is Todd Gurley's draft maybe value
2: maybe it looks like?
1: What is Todd Gurley's draft value? Ooh. Right now. Let's answer it for right now.
2: Right now? I what I wouldn't, wouldn't have
1: well, let's answer it for right now.
2: I don't. I wouldn't draft Todd Gurley. I'm seeing him going in the second round. Uh, that's according to a fantasy calculator. Um, fantasy Pros still has him second round ish as well. So I don't know. I don't. I don't want that headache. I don't. I don't want to have to worry if my running back one technically is. I mean, is his hamstring going to hurt this week? Who or his You know what I mean? Like I don't. I don't know what's going to happen. So. I wouldn't, and his value. Maybe he's being drafted good because if if he is playing healthy, I mean, you got to steal. You basically got to steal of the draft if he's playing at his full potential. Because he was the number one running back last year for what first like eight weeks before it started happening. So,
1: yeah, true value at the moment. I mean, it's in the gutter. And Daryl Henderson's obviously moving up draft boards insanely fast right now. Who who we got to see? Who we did see? Yeah. Uh, he, he was pretty shy, but, I mean, he's a rookie. He's probably want to, you know, make his mark before he starts getting getting an attitude out there, which is un- understandable. Um, I think that's a wait-and-see situation, so we'll obviously discuss it as we get closer to the season for, for sure. Well, here's a good one from Tony Norwood, at Tony Norwood S or Tony Norwood 5. <laughs> Either asking, or. What is the value of Tony Pollard? Wow, the fourth round. Rookie draft pick out of, hmm, Memphis. Did we just say behind the third round pick the Rams had? Daryl Henderson. Henderson. Interesting, interesting. Not a lot of wear uh, on the tires, though. Memphis running so backs. Yeah, I'm looking at his stats right now Getting real quick. some love. This so, isn't something that I was familiar with without, without taking a look. He averaged 7.3 yards a carry. He only had 61 carries. Daryl Henderson
2: averaged like eight yards per carry. Oh, 8.9
1: on 214 carries, 22 touchdowns. That's, he was a complete monster you're a Cowboys fan so t- you Tony tell
2: Pollard them. I the guy has zero I mean the guy has zero value as far as drafting dynasty maybe I would take a flyer on him late you know just to see what happens and it's funny we got this question we got it on Saturday and then comes Monday where Zeke and Melvin were in the same building Zeke's deciding okay I want to hold out too a little bit I find that a little odd does it make me want to draft Tony Pollard no but I just think that he he doesn't have any value. Now, mind you, Zeke is one of very few bell cow backs. So, obviously, a handcuff in him, which handcuffs I'm not, I'm not a huge, strong believer in. If you have the space, go for it. But, I, I mean, as far as his value goes, and that's the question, I think he has zero. Like,
1: none. No, obviously, if Zeke holds out or if he gets hurt, he could be the backup running back. So I
2: could see him finishing top 15. I mean, behind that offensive line.
1: But some some reports coming out of Dallas, too, were that he's, he may be used in a Lance Dunbar-type role, potentially catching Ooh. passes out of the backfield on third down or when you guys are behind, which you might yeah. be. <laughs> uh,
2: no, nah, they're going to win the NFC East.
1: Yeah, okay, I'm not sure. That was. Uh, I sure mean, I could
2: see that. They would have to be on the field a bunch, which, I mean, they do have a good offense. But Zeke, that offense runs through
1: Zeke. Yeah, of course. I mean, at this point, it's not even really worth digging too deep. Next question from aboard, Dave. Though, what's Woo. up, Dave? Fantasy Go? What's up? Um, why shouldn't CMC be the number one pick overall? I think this one is pretty quick and simple because there's no real reason why he should not because he's gotten stronger. He was so much better and more confident in his second year in the NFL. He had 107 catches. 106. Um, what I'm looking at actually actually has 107.
2: Oh, all right. Either as, or, as either day. or, he broke the record, and that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane.
1: 124 (laughs) targets and he had 219 carries. I honestly don't see that number going down at all. If anything, he's going to get the ball more and if he can stay healthy. He can easily be the number one running back. I mean, he's in the conversation with Saquon, Alvin Kamara, David Johnson. I mean, he can absolutely be number one.
2: Well said. I mean, there's really not much more. He got 113 targets his rookie season too. So clearly Cam likes throwing to him.
1: He's an athlete.
2: And it's like, oh, Funchess is gone? Okay, where did those 30 targets going to be shared amongst? <laughs> Probably Funches, more to Funches. CMC. Oh. Nah. He broke his dad's record, CMC. His dad's best season was 101.
1: Wow. And was, Edward.
2: And he was a wide receiver.
1: Edward, yeah, he was nasty, man. <laughs> he years on, uh, my, on my New York Giants. Here's a good one from Jordan Tucker.
2: Ooh, I like this Here's one.
1: Kyler worth reaching for. And where should you pick him up in the draft? What do you think?
2: Hmm. Reaching for? I, I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. I mean, I know that we all like Kyler. I think you do. I think Kyle actually likes Kyler a lot more. its I mean, it's ironic that, you know, you can't make Kyler without Kyle. <laughs> but uh. he's currently going around seventh, eighth round. I mean, according to uh, Fantasy Calculator and Fantasy Pros, that – is a little bit high for me. Um, mind you, they helped him out so much. Obviously, they drafted wide receivers galore. He does have David Johnson, who is one of my absolute all-time favorite running backs this season. I, I just I, – I think that's way too high for a rookie who is five feet tall that is probably going to be running for his life because the offensive line is still going to struggle a little bit, I feel like. So he's going to be running, which – does help him obviously because you still get points for running and it's a lot easier to get, you know, like uh, just to name some few quarterbacks that you can actually wait for in later rounds. Uh, Jared Goff, you can get two rounds later, big Ben four rounds later, Uh, Dak four to five rounds later, Uh, Jameis Winston, uh, even Mitchell Trubisky, you could get later on. I currently have, um, what is he? He's my 15th ranked quarterback right now. I mind you, that could change. So where he's going is, I think, a little bit too high for me, at least. But if if he, oh, if he performs well, then you, Ooh. the dividends will pay off so well.
1: Yeah, I think Kyle has him fifth, and I have him sixth. So we're we're you both incredibly high. high, high oh man, I mean, I think that's near his floor, too. Honestly, because if he reaches his potential in that offense, um, from a ceiling perspective, I think he could be the he could be the Mahomes of this year. So. Is he worth reaching for? Maybe to me, it's all about conviction. So if you believe in him, and just for some, you know, food for thought, in this past draft that I was in this week, last weekend, I drafted Kyler Murray. I drafted him. The, here's the best part too: he was, I think, the eighth or the ninth quarterback taken, and I got him in the eighth round. Twelve team, too. Yeah, twelve team, half point PPR, two flex. I mean, I was uh, I was pretty happy with it. So most teams had a quarterback at that point already as well. So.
2: I mean, the guys, if if he runs for like 500 yards, I mean, that's a lot of points right there already. So,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan. Tons of, uh, tons of upside. Our friend, Kevin, I believe is how you uh, pronounce it, right? Where he's from. Um, Is Dalvin Cook a solid RB1 over Damian Williams? Oh, that's actually a
2: fantastic question. Exactly. Um, Speak to us, brother. I love me some Damian Williams. I do like Dalvin Cook, too. I think that when he's healthy, he showed us that he can be a top running back. Now, I have Damian Williams actually as my number nine right now. And Dalvin Cook, I know this is going to sound a little crazy. I have him as my 16. Uh, Reason being is because I'm factoring in possibly a little bit of injury for Dalvin Cook. We haven't seen him healthy yet. Now, Damian Williams in an Andy Reid offense. Who was given the reins last year? He averaged 5.1 yards per carry when he was given the ball. This he he could be in line for a very, very big season. Who would they pick up? Carlos Hyde,
1: right? Darwin Thompson, they drafted also. And...
2: Right. I, I just think Darwin, I think they wanted to use him like the slot, right? They want to put him at receiver, maybe. You know, he's a, a
1: gadget. He's a, an Eric Metcalf.
2: A swifty guy a could do whatever. So if I'm picking between the two, I would say I'm definitely going Damian. Damian Williams for, for sure for me. Just because of the certainty. And I think Andy Reid said that yeah, we we gave him the ball. He showed us what he can do. He can perform. So we're going to keep giving it to him.
1: He's at a minimum earned the opportunity to lead the backfield and get the most touches, get the goal line touches, get the short yard, get third down. I think, honestly, Carlos Hyde may – he might not even be on the team by the time the season starts. But I think what's interesting, too – um, is that we all had a similar ranking for Damian and we all had him ahead of Dalvin cook. I actually, uh, sorry, sorry, Kevin. I actually had Dalvin cook ranked 21st right behind Todd Gurley at 20, which sounds
0: yeah. crazy.
1: I got Todd Gurley down too. I'm trying to project how they're going to end up at the end of the season. I love Dalvin cook's talent we got to see it firsthand a couple years ago in that bowl game when he destroyed our Wolverines out of Michigan. Um, go awful. blue.
2: That was an awful game. <laughs>
1: but I, I don't know man i don't know i think at this point right now i agree that uh, Damien williams is the higher pick all right here's a funny question from uh from julian what's up dude good to see you who do you think would uh win in a dance off i think he wrote little big manning. Bad manning big bad manning or little manning or romo tony romo Boo. obviously eli is the, is the future dance for the stars champion so that
2: and i got to go rome i got to go romo i mean he's he dominated the regular season. Yeah. Dominated these the broadcasters booth. Why can't he dominate, you know, so you think he can dance? Or dancing with the stars.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Chandler Hunt. Chandler Bing Hunt. Why carry on Johnson will finish top ten? Ooh, can you can you argue that one?
2: <sighs> That's tough. Now, the offensive coordinator apparently has made running backs pretty solid. I believe he I forget his name, but I believe he was with. Uh, the Vikings, when Adrian Peterson was actually, I mean, we're, you can't compare on Johnson to Adrian Peterson, but finishing top 10, ooh, I have him as my number 15 running back actually right now, and I have a little bit over a 1,000 on the ground. I, I don't see him finishing top 10. I think he could finish very close. Now, the Lions offense, they, they know how to disappoint you, but they also can perform very well. I, I don't, so I don't think he could be top 10.
1: No, I actually I have them right outside of my top 20 Ooh. at the current moment. You guys Ooh. have my 15. I don't, they don't have a lot of depth, honestly. CJ Anderson. CJ Anderson. They still have Zach Zenner in the lineup um, or uh, on the rooster. Riddick is coming back.
2: Top 10 is a stretch.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the offense overall. I'm kind of fading the entire offense. any uh, any he he runs standing straight up, and he's got really skinny legs. Like I'm, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't like to say that this guy might get hurt or he's going to get hurt. I mean, it's it's inevitable, right? It's part of football. So you're eventually going to get hurt. You're you're always dinged up, right? Are you hurt or are you injured is the question. And I don't know if he can play when he's hurt, and he has a greater chance to get injured based on his running style. Per, perhaps is my is my take. Who knows? We'll see once the uh, once the season starts. Mm-hmm. Not Matthew, but Lance Berry. Who would you draft first? To me, this is a hands-down, hands-down easy response. Le'Veon Bell or David Johnson? I'm going with David Johnson, of course.
2: Got to be David Johnson. I, what's, what's amazing is as, at draft night out this past weekend, I got them both.
1: Oh, fifth, you did? Fifth David was your first pick, right?
2: David Johnson was my first pick with the fifth. Yep. And then on my way back, 12 teams, Lev Bell. What a combo. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. But I
1: think Lebdell could have a good season too though, but I think Oh he
2: totally can. I'm I think DJ though.
1: Yeah, me too. He was sneaky like just between what ten and fifteen overall last year with like that terrible team in offense and they didn't even utilize him right. I think he ran between ta- the tackles like way way too many times. I don't have the numbers. We can get back to you on that. Question from Hunter. Ooh, this is a I love this question. Yeah, this is a good Half one. Half point PPR. Which running back do you like more and why? Aaron Jones or Marlon Mack?
2: Mm. I have Aaron as my 14 and Marlon as my 17. I know that sounds a little crazy. Um, Could change. That's as of right now. Marlon Mack, uh, he's going to be running behind probably the best offensive line in the game. Um, But we all know that Andrew Luck likes to air it out. The guy throws as many passes, almost as Big Ben. Uh, but the difference is, is that Marlon Mack isn't really used, I feel like, in the passing game as much as Aaron Jones. So, the question was, it's half-point PPR. I mean, if it was full-blown PPR, then I think I would definitely go Aaron Jones. But at half-point, I feel like my window is a little bit closer between them two. That's why I'm going to slightly still go Aaron, but it's it's very close just because of the, the passing game and the new offensive court or new head coach, they want to, they want to use Aaron Jones. So I like Aaron a little bit more than Mack.
1: I respectfully disagree. I have Marlon Mack one ahead of mm. Aaron Jones. I think reports are coming out from green Bay that they're going to try and get Dexter Williams, maybe Jamal Williams involved um, enough to just push Aaron Jones outside the top 10. I think Marlon Mack was so impressive last year that, that to me he's just outside the top 10 right now because there's obviously a bunch of really good running backs in the NFL I think he's gonna get the opportunity to play first second and third down and get the ball Hines might get into it a little bit on passing downs but I mean to me Marlon Mack has massive massive opportunity this year but both running backs are gonna have them right next to each other basically Right, they're
2: so exactly they're so close
1: they're so close and Matt LeFleur I'm very intrigued to see uh what he can do you know injured or not Hopefully he's rolling around, getting a little, getting a little better. Some experience on the sideline in that well, chair. We'll see. that happened, but
2: I'm actually very intrigued to see a lot of, you know, with the coaching changes this year, and that's that's definitely one of them.
1: Tons of coaching changes. Here's a question from our boy Mike Bacon. I love this one. Who should be the first wide receiver taken?
2: Should or who is? I mean, should in my opinion should be Julio Jones. I apps I have such a man crush on julio and i think whoever's listened to us you know for a while you you know that i love julio and i know you love julio brother i love atlanta's offense probably a little bit more than i than anyone else and than i should this year reason being is because they're playing 13 out of 16 games in a dome i'm going to keep reiterating that and matt ryan is a machine in a dome so julio is my number one wide receiver this year and if he if he was the first one taken off the board but you can't go wrong with DeAndre either, who did not drop a pass last year. Julio or DeAndre?
1: Yeah, to me, I mean, it's a it's a coin toss as well. It's 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 DeAndre right now because you got to knock him off his pedestal. He's the number he is the number one wide receiver. Uh, Julio Jones or Michael Thomas? I actually, I'm a huge fan of Michael Thomas. He's the most receptions since he's come into the NFL in four years. Um, I do like he's phenomenal. He doesn't he doesn't drop anything anything either. You know, above the waist, thumbs up; below the waist, pinkies. Like he's just a product of fundamentals left and right you watch the guy he catches it he brings it in it's it's a privilege it's a privilege it's what it is it's terrible that he played for ohio state but that means that i watch them even more it's like because you got to learn learn about the players on your you know biggest arch rival so you can prepare for it even though i'm not coaching at michigan or anything whether you don't
2: like him or not you still like him we watch zeke too which
1: yeah you have to you have to right because they're gonna be in the nfl one day hopefully so then you have a edge up on them right so
2: another one from kevin
1: yeah, another uh is this our is this our same friend Kevin? I yeah, this is our boy it,
2: Kevin with wearing the AP Vikings jersey. What's up, man?
1: Oh yeah. What's up, dude? Aaron Jones over Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is getting so much noise right now because it's contract year and they're talking about just running him into the ground, which honestly I would do too if I was the Titans, but I I still don't like him that much. Me neither.
2: You I can't do it. I, I have to it. go, Aaron. I think Henry is actually pretty far down for me in my rankings as of now that may change i don't know i feel like i feel like players go to yeah players definitely go to die in in tennessee like it's just weird they just don't perform that well like Corey davis where like out of nowhere same with derrick henry you know he had those four games and he still finished like top 15 in rushing yards because of those four games because of the end of the season so I know that Aaron Jones, we still – and the guy – I don't think Aaron Jones actually surpassed 17 carries at all last year, mind you, and coach. You know, it's a new scheme. I, I still have to go, Aaron.
1: Yeah, I don't even have Derrick Henry ranked at this point. Uh, in your, in your top 30, yeah. Not even in my top 30 to like end the like season. No, so I'm, I'm completely off that bandwagon. I'm sorry. Ooh, the ultimate – I want it wanted to be Warrior, but that's not what it says. From uh,
2: Ultimate Choice. It's Ultimate
1: Choice. From Corey from our Stone.
2: Stone. Yeah, yeah, what's well, up, will man? the
1: Cowboys ever win a Super Bowl? And who's going to be the number one pick this year? Cowboys?
2: I hope so. I'm a Cowboys Absolutely fan. Not. Absolutely not. I'm very intrigued to see because their offense has been very vanilla the past few years. Now, I'm hoping that Kellen Moore – Yeah, that's right. Boise State Kellen Moore – uh, pull some plays from back in his, you know, old playbook, like the Statue of Liberty play, or you know, some of those, some of that crazy stuff that you see from other teams that actually win. And like, we'll we'll see what happens. But with Jerry, I don't know. <laughs> first pick. I mean, did he mean did he mean fantasy football?
1: I'm saying let's go let's go fantasy. Who's yeah, the, who's it's, the first it's pick? a
2: fantasy. I mean, this, this is a fantasy podcast, right? Yeah. First pick. Well, the first pick in our in our draft the other night. Who was it? It was Zeke, right? Because you took Saquon.
1: ton of, ton of value with getting Saquon at the second pick.
2: The draft next to us, number three, they, they, I think the first pick was Zeke in that one as well. I mean, the first pick could be Zeke, Kamara, Saquon, McCaffrey, even David Johnson, if you really truly believe in him. Like those five right there, I think if somebody takes those first, you won't be disappointed.
1: No, right now on paper, I agree. I mean, it's really, it's, it's potentially a coin to us. I do think that, Saquon McCaffrey. I mean, I don't want to say Zeke too, but I think they, they have a slight edge. Kamara so is like, like right there as well. I mean, it's tough, man. Any any of them could be the pick. Kamara
2: sure. training with those Hiko sticks. Another shout out. Missed you guys. Our boys with the Hiko sticks, hand-eye coordination. Um, so definitely go check those out, but Kamara has been training. So
1: I can only, that can only help him.
2: One of those four though. That's that's what I think. That's me.
1: I mean, what a what a weekend it was, as you can tell. So thank you again to everybody. I think it was an incredible opportunity. Rod Smith, thanks for taking the time. SportsCon, thank you guys for setting it up. And you can find us at thefantasyfam.com or on Twitter at the Fantasy Fam. We're on most podcast platforms, including iTunes. This is the Fantasy Fam signing off.